Welcome to Attention, a podcast from the American Advertising Federation, District 10. My name is Ray Schillens. Conversations with the people in our industry who make advertising and marketing impactful and relevant. Our stories take you behind the scenes on a variety of advertising platforms where we explore current trends and topics. AAF District 10 promotes professional development and networking, recognizes advertising excellence, provides news and resources, helps develop future industry leaders, and promotes the value of ethical and transparent advertising. That's what it's all about. Find out more at aaf10.org. Larry Brantley is the American Advertising Federation National Chair for the Council of Governors. That sounds important, and it is, <laughs> okay? And uh, I, I want to ask something first off, Larry. I know you love to travel. You're a frequent flyer. You must have a lot of miles amassed in your travels across this great country. Is that correct? Or is it mostly between Washington and, and Dallas and, and all that kind of place? But you've got a lot of miles, you know, right? I have I have plenty. Let me put it that way, and it's mainly New York and Boston and D.C. Currently, uh, we have an office in Chicago as well, but mainly New York and uh, D.C. Okay, so you've been there, done that, got the T-shirt. You've seen a few airports along the way. You also seem More to than be, my share. You also <laughs> seem to be a connoisseur of great food. You know, doing doing some looking uh, a little bit closer to you. You've been to a lot of great restaurants in your time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been labeled a foodie from time to time, and I'm a, uh, you know, part of my early career. I actually worked with several pastry chefs and caterers, yeah. so I have a cooking background. So I love and appreciate good food, great service, and great yeah. atmosphere. So yes, when yeah. I was traveling, especially the last couple of years when the pandemic was so crazy. Sure. I thought if I could share an experience with other people, they could live vicariously through what I was experiencing. Well, th- yeah, and, and if it's too bad you can't smell the stuff on Meta because uh, <laughs> it's real pretty, uh, real, 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 real pretty. You know, we've got it. We're, we're redoing some bathrooms at our house, and we were at a, uh, a bathroom remodeling type place, and they have a chef there. This chef is well. They they have a pastry chef, and they have a chef chef. Okay, this pastry chef the day that we were there was baking bread, baking calzone, baking cook cookies and cakes and pies and you know in the stores you're sitting there very experientially you're just smelling all of this good stuff come out of the oven and going okay I'll take I'll take a new kitchen and a whole bunch of the stuff that the guy just cooked <laughs> but a very smart way to do that as well I mean it seems that everything that American Advertising Federation does you know as it relates to D10 or AAF in in general, you are there. You are participating. You, you've got to love this organization. That's all I got to say. Oh, definitely do. And it's been a passion for me and my both career, my real job, if you will, wherever I've been, and just you know, it's the community that I really appreciate and enjoy being a part of. But yeah, it's been a little over thirty years that I've been involved with AAF. Man, that's great. And, the, the, the you know, the joke there is, well, he must have drank the Kool-Aid. Well, you don't. Uh, there's, Big time. And I added vodka, too. Uh, Kool-Aid and vodka is a great thing. Uh, what is it about the American Advertising Federation that really keeps you engaged and motivated and keep, keeps you going like the Energizer Bunny? What is it about AAF, Larry? Well, because my career is tied to um, helping people with jobs and our industry AF has really just been a phenomenal resource for connecting great people with organizations, whether it be agencies or corporations. And that's really what, what I, I thrive on. It's how I make my living, but it's also something I'm passionate about. It's helping people 
in their career journey. So it's, it's been extremely beneficial. You know, Steve Pacheco had some very kind words to say. I just love Steve. Uh, again, there's Great a guy, guy who's just always, you know, can you be there? Absolutely, I can be there for you. He did a great thing for us for the American Advertising uh, Federation Awards that we did back in February, and uh, it, w- it was absolutely phenomenal. He did uh, such a good job. He says the AAF is in very good hands with this excellent team of volunteer leaders who help guide and shape our powerful grassroots club network. I love it. All across North America, Larry Brantley brings 30-plus years of experience, his extensive background of connecting people with possibilities. That's, that's your brand, man. Uh, that is my brand. You're and th- right. And that's that's what Steve says. And it's really so true. You're so approachable. And and people uh, people really enjoy engaging in conversation of, uh, again, the possibilities within uh, the American Advertising Federation. And, you know, no news here, but we've been dealing with this crazy pandemic for the past uh, uh, couple of years. And uh, you had mentioned the, the food part of that as well. But there's the existence part in business and in personal life as well. Uh, you've been doing a lot of work. You're the 2021-2022 chair uh, for the Council of Governors. What are some of the things uh, that you had on your to-do list that are that are happening? And and you know, you, what are some of the things that you're making happen there? Sure, sure. Well, and I will tell you some of the the themes for this year and the charge that I presented to the governors and the national staff at large was very much close to what I did for the same thing for District 10 when I was the governor and when I was the president of Dallas mm-hmm. uh, at club. So for me, it's all about investing in our future. That is the most important thing. I mean, I've been on this earth a while, so I have a little bit of wisdom, maybe some that's gone, but a little bit there. And I think the thing that's most important is what we leave behind. And I think the best uh, track that we can show of who we are, what we've done, and how we've changed our community and our careers is impacting others. So for me, um, investing in Ad2 started back in Ad2 Club in Dallas, which became the National Ad2 Club a few years after that, which I was extremely proud of. Beautiful. Um, and then investing in growing Ad2 Clubs and collegiate clubs in the District 10 when I was governor. Uh, we now have more uh, Ad2 Clubs in the 10th District than any other district in the country. And my goal this year is uh, the same thing. I threw down the gauntlet, and we have 15 districts, and yet we only have eight districts with that two clubs. And I said the goal is to have at least one at two in every district. And we're, we're on the right path. Whether we get there or not, maybe someone else has to pick up that mantle and move it forward. But it's what we started the year. We've had better communications with at two leadership. Uh, Tina Sang and I are both. We've known each other for a long time, good mm-hmm. friends, and uh, we meet every other week, and we do things in unison where in the past there might be a little bit of a difference between what National AF did and Ad 2 did. Now it's in unison. Everything we do, she knows what's going out. I know what she's sending out, and we're in lockstep, and I think that's the first step. So focusing on young professionals, whether it's through scholarships or building Ad 2 clubs, it's building on the future. The other big initiative was really important to me, which is it's been a huge national priority, not just in AAF, but in our community and and, uh, world at large, is focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, I'm a big believer in the work that we do at Challoner to focus on uh, 
having talent that represents our community at large. And I call them talent. I don't call them male, female, young, old, or limit by their skills and experience. It's talent. So my job is to get the best talent available to my clients. And for AAF, we're focusing on issues that affect our community at large. It's going to entail diversity and equality and inclusivity and just better understandings of how both careers and our communities impact individuals that is that might be different from us. And I think it's an understanding. It's not we're going to solve the world's problems overnight, but we need to continue the conversation. So every meeting we have with the Council of Governors and Presidents, if I'm there, I always do a, a charge to all of them that every discussion needs to incorporate it as part of their regular meetings and any top-of-mind item that needs to be covered. I like the fact that that's kind of a headline and a, and a, a top of mind uh, uh, initiative for American Advertising Federation. And you're right about that. It's so right. You leave this world a little bit better place than, than you, you, it was when you came into it. And that, of course, is diversity, equity, and inclusion. You know, you and I are both on the same page when it comes to a, a genuine love of Add to. Uh, add to is, uh, I, I felt sometimes that it's kind of a, an underserved and underrecognized and an underappreciated uh, group of individuals in our industry. And here in Houston, well, first of all, we've got Tina here in Houston. I mean, that's pretty cool. She moved down from Dallas, and we appreciate that. I do not know whether she likes the Cowboys or the Texans, but that doesn't really matter. <laughs> but she loves AAF Houston, and she loves the American advertising and, and loves add to and does such a great job she has been featured on uh, a pod one of the podcasts that now add to houston is doing it's called admigos and uh, she is a part of that organization and whatever we do here in houston tina is here and always helping she was a part of our american advertising awards uh, presentations that we did live this past uh, february but you know you've talked a little bit about add to and, and I could go on and on about uh, what great people these are. Listening to their podcasts, they have, they have things of such relevance uh, to talk about, about our industry, about our culture, about DE&I and all gr- good things like that. So if somebody, you're in an elevator somewhere in, in New York in the hotel or something like that, and somebody says, what is this add to thing? What, what is that? What's your elevator speech on add to, Larry? I think it's really the first step in an individual's professional career in advertising through the American Ad Federation. So it really is that launching point. It's that first 10 years experience, which is so pivotal for individuals because, quite honestly, when I first started my career, I didn't know what Larry was going to be fully when I grew up. I knew what I wanted and I knew what I liked. But I also knew I had to make money, I had to pay rent, and I had a car note all of a sudden. So. So many of those young professionals, uh, it is that that's that first 10 years. It's the entry point into their professional career. So, so much is determined at that stage. And for Add to as it relates to AAF, it, it is the, um, the opportunity for AAF to cultivate and to nurture those young careers, both learning in a peer-to-peer relationship where we're learning new trends and technology by seeing their experiences, but we can also mentor and coach based on what we've seen and help them avoid maybe a few pitfalls. Some they're going to fall in regardless because we all do. But the more we can help 
support and nurture their career and their, their journey in the profession, whichever path it might be, whether it's creative or media or account services or broadcast, whatever, mm-hmm. um, it, we, we help them along the way. And I think that's the real value for our industry as well as for the AAF uh, position. But add to is just, it's exciting. And it's, uh, it's also one of those, I wish they had had it when I was starting because I had to figure it all out myself. I didn't have that organization in Dallas when I moved here. Um, but I, I think it's really that network of, of peers, um, both at the same age and same experience and demographic, as well as the opportunity for the Ad2 professionals to really partner up with mentors who maybe have more seasoning and experience under their belt to really kind of lead them down the path. So yeah. I, I think it's a huge win-win for all. It's the future, too, as I mentioned. Um, without them, uh, I, I don't think AAF would be the same. Yeah. Without the young professionals, there's yeah. no way they energize. They're so good at what they do, and uh, uh, they are so much a part of this industry and the future of our industry as well. So That's it's right. it's really important that we do that. I'm so happy that uh, Guido and his crew uh, here in Houston came up with the the idea for the podcast. I don't know whether you know this or not, Larry, but we have a, a radio show here in Houston as well, and it, it was focused on AdFat Houston. But now we are in, including uh, the podcast, uh, portions of the podcast from Ad2, so we can showcase those on iHeartMedia. And I think it's absolutely wonderful. But again, the conversations that Ad2 has with our industry is uh, so good, so good, so good. So if you get a, ever get a chance, Larry, if you don't uh, subscribe to the uh, podcast, Ad Migos is uh, the one out of Houston. It's quite good. Yeah, that's great. I, I, I know Tina has shared several of the, the links to Guido as well. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's exciting. It's, it's very good investment in the, uh, their time and their energy and their expertise. We're talking uh, globally with this podcast, of course, because you can listen anywhere in the world. But, uh, you know, this is a podcast for District 10. Uh, that's why it's called Attention. Isn't that cute? The pandemic has been like a sucker punch for so many trade organizations. I don't care who you are. I don't care whether you're a plumber, an electrician, an auto, whatever, truck driver. Membership numbers, participation have fallen. Events have been canceled or redirected to a digital platform. Uh, As a matter of fact, we had a board meeting uh, earlier today, and it's like, you know what? After driving in traffic, through the rain, through everything else, I don't mind that Zoom meeting. It's kind of a nice way to get together. But what is is happening now is we're kind of crawling out of the, the darkness here the last couple of years. What is American Advertising Federation, and what are you doing to drive through the challenges of like, okay, let's pick ourselves up, let's keep this thing going, let's build it back better than it was before. Uh, What's your perspective there? Yeah, and I actually was in D.C. last week, and we were doing the forward training and forward planning for the incoming governors for the districts around the country, and and we spoke specifically to this point as we're getting back to some semblance of normalcy um, we have to remember why our members joined, and it was the connections. It was the people. Yes, they joined for job connections. Yes, they joined for uh, ed- continuing education and certifications and things like that. But at the end of the day, the number one reason people join most any association, but specifically the American Ad Federation, is the connection to other people. So you can't fully understand and appreciate those relationships without the in-person contact, in my opinion. 
So, so many of the clubs where we have seen some numbers go down, it's not because they've necessarily lost members, it's just they've lost touch with their members. And the members aren't as engaged in a video format, um, or some of them have reduced the number of meetings back. So I told we have to get back to the basics. That means meeting in person, even if it's in small groups. We have to give them a reason to why should they come together and remind them of all the things and the reason why they joined before. So uh, I'm a member of several professional groups. I'm only on the board with the AAF, but I'm also a member of AMA and PRSA, and I've been an active member with IABC over the years, and all of them have great uh opportunities and resources, but I will say AAF, I think, has done better prior to the pandemic to implement and and bring in the digital space, the broadcast, the media, the out-of-home, the advertising, the corporate communication, and I think that is really what has helped the organization do better than most. We have about 35,000 members still. Nationally, we're down from 40,000, but I've seen other clubs go and organizations go much lower than that. Um, and I think the good news is what I see is our collegiate chapters are growing, which that's the funnel that feeds into Add2 and then therefore into the professional local clubs. So I think there's a lot of good things in the works. But I think we have to get back to communicating one-to-one and gathering as a group in a community. I, I just don't think you get the full impact of community on a Zoom call. And believe me, I do five or six a day. So. Uh, I know it's how we work and what we do, but, man, do I love getting together and, and going up and shaking a hand or hugging a neck and, and smiling and seeing the reflections of what's going on in their lives and their careers. We had an opportunity this, uh, well, late last year to go to a club officer training in, in Dallas-Fort Worth. That was great to be together. Yeah. What a what yeah. a wonderful time that was. I was there. Uh, I know you were. I saw you there. It was good. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm going to ask your, your brand statement here for, uh, for American Advertising Federation by simply saying, and you fill in the blank, please, AAF is? The ultimate communications organization for advertising communications and marketing professionals in digital and traditional media. Beautiful. Lovely. Very good. We need to write that down, don't we? I think we do. <laughs> hey, Larry. There, are a few of those out there. there yeah. you go. You know, let's talk. You know, you talked before about the fact that the American Advertising Federation was hanging on really, really, really good uh, during this crazy time that we now call a pandemic. Um, and, you know, so many folks uh, in our industry had not been through something like this before. It's like, what's going on here? I don't want to get a shot. Get a shot. You know that kind of stuff. But, but I think I think you, you the thing that you said about American Ad Federation is that we maintained, uh, we maintained, we kept that momentum going as well. And I think that's all. And you said it too about leadership and inspiration. And I can't think of a better leader or, or inspirer of people than Steve Pacheco at the top. Talk about talk about our leadership. Talk about. You know, talk about uh, folks like Don and Tina and, 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 and folks like that who really uh, carry the banner and uh, keep the energy going for American Ad Federation. First, let's start with Steve. He's got to be a big sure. influence in your life. Absolutely. I mean, Steve and I, um, you know, we have similar backgrounds. We're both uh, fathers of young professional sons, either just getting out of college or early in their careers. So we, we often share um uh, Stories, but Steve has a passion for AAF, and I think it started from his student years all the way up to now. 
and you've got to have it. I mean, that's true with Tina and Dawn and, and all the Ayana and all the other leaders within AF. You've got to love what you're doing and you've got to believe in what we're doing or it doesn't get done. Uh, we've all felt beat down quite a good bit. I mean, we've lost really dear friends in the last two years and um, that pain is still pretty raw on some. Uh, that's probably one of the biggest challenges going back to these events is when you look out and you're missing faces. That That's hard. But I think Steve and I actually talked about this in D.C. It's, you know, while it's hard when you see a young professional who's getting it or they just landed a job or they're speaking at an event and you thought, wow, we're in good hands, that's what keeps us fueled. That's what keeps it motivated. And Steve has that energy and, and that constant can-do attitude. Um, and I, I think I appreciate it so much because not only can we be real and transparent with each other, um, I also, we can, we can laugh and enjoy life and the accomplishments, and that goes a long way. That's, um, what, that's one thing about buddy. you. Don's your buddy. Don's your buddy. Okay, yeah, I can Don's see my buddy. Don's a, a Southern gal, and I'm a Southern guy, and, and proudly so. Uh, even when I'm in New York, I'm the novelty act of the New York network up there because he's Southerner in the New York meeting. But I embrace it, and I don't shy away at all. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we're we're very plain-speaking professionals. And we're, one of the things I love, and I think people hopefully respect, is they come to me for advice. I'll give them advice, and I'll be as honest as I can be, but I'm not going to sugarcoat it, and I'm not going to BS. Dawn's the same way. I mean... We have a lot of challenges, and while you know, I think things are in good shape, and we're definitely, and you'll hear more later of all the great things going on on a national level. But you know, considering, I mean, I've been I've been in the professional field for well over thirty years, and I can tell you, this is the first global pandemic I've had to go through. Um, and as a recruiter, and how that impacted jobs and people and their careers and their families, it was there was no playbook. And I think the same thing, which is what I told the governors last week, we don't have anything to share of here, go to page six and look at bullet points five through 12. It, we don't have that. So we're having to figure it out as we go. And I think Dawn has been a great partner to be candid and transparent, but also she's not afraid to kick me in the seat of the pants and vice versa when we need it. And that's so important because no one wants to hear someone just tell them everything is perfect when it's not. I mean, you know, we, you could be standing outside in the rain and say, it's not raining, it's not raining, but it's raining it's hard. Raining. <laughs> so that's what I appreciate about Dawn. It, it, the relationship is real. We don't have to agree on everything, but we respect each other, and that, that is huge. And I think she feels the same way with the governors and the presidents of the club. She knows how much work she's been there herself. She was up, came up through the ranks as a Addy chair and then a club president and then a district governor and now in her current role So um, after she was uh, at the COG chair role. So she's worn all the hats, and I think that's a huge advantage as well. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And also, I love the energy you guys bring into a room. Uh, that's, it's, you know, as you said, you're a realist and you will speak the truth, but what you do is you bring an approachable uh, demeanor uh, to people that uh, they're not yeah. afraid to uh, to say, well, what, can I ask you a question, sir? And they don't, it's not that way. It doesn't work that way. But we've got a great governor in District 10. Stephanie Price has just been knocking yeah. it out of the park. First of all, Amarillo is an amazing uh, club. 
Uh, they just been doing and doing and doing and going and going and going. They do it every week. Uh, but but Stephanie is so much a, a part of the fabric of, of, of Ad Federation and a, a great governor. And I know she's been working really, really, really hard this past year uh, to make things happen. And the, the thing that is good is they have happened. We're about to do the, uh, the, the uh, evening of excellence here in Houston for Invention. And uh, that's going to be great. We can celebrate uh, uh, again, all of the good things that have gone on in District 10, and we're looking for lots of folks uh, to come uh, visit our, our city here and have a lot of fun. Uh, the, the adventure team here in Houston has really uh, put in many, many hours on making things like that happen. So it'll be fun to celebrate uh, uh, Stephanie and uh, all of the great clubs within D10. But uh, I, I don't know. You know, and Steve's going to be here as well, uh, which will be. I'll really be there good. as well. You you will be uh, beautiful. All right, I, very good. I will be there, and and I agree. District Ten is in great hands, and Stephanie, Stephanie has been like a kid sister to me since the first time I met her, and I have so much respect uh, for Stephanie and her work ethic, and uh, she's a can-do individual. In fact, the entire leadership for District Ten, District Ten, has many years of, of really strong support both past and upcoming uh, and present. Um, you know, I've known Crystal. Crystal was on my social media committee when I was my second year as president of Dallas, so I've known her a very long time. And Laurel, I know her and her dad from teaching uh, at the uh, university level, so um, it, it's in great shape, and I think the future people coming in, as well as all committee chairs, it, it's great. And Houston, as you know, I, I used to, for a minute, about five years, I spent half my life in Houston, half of in Dallas, when I worked with the Ninth Wonder. Exactly. Uh, oh, yeah, I forget there. about that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. yeah. And I've recruited for them for over 25 years from when I way back Forwardy Klein and Partners before it became Forwardy Klein Monroe. So um, definitely, I know the people in the market. I love that market. I'm looking forward to spending time. And I have family there, too. So I'm enjoying it to see my friends and family, and have a great event. So it should be a blast. You're coming home to Houston for adventure. <laughs> It'll be good. You know, it's funny. We're uh, After we're uh, done talking today, we're going to have a, a podcast with Bill Fogarty, uh, Fogarty Klein Monroe, of course. Um, uh, the uh, Advertising Education Foundation of Houston, we're throwing uh, the uh, that event on the 8th of April. Uh, here in Houston, giving away fifteen five thousand dollars scholarships this year to students. That'll be a live event at the Junior League. You're well aware of that place. Um, yes, I've been there many times, and I've supported that initiative over the years. And Bill's a dear friend as well. I mean, please tell him hello for me. We'll do. We'll do. Looking forward to talking to Bill about that. And I know he he takes that. He, that's such a wonderful part of the fabric of who he is. He's just an incredible person too. And your your tenure at Ninth Wonder. That had to be a lot of fun as well, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, that That's a great organization and continues to be a great organization as well. It's a good yeah, thing. And I think they're going to be at the Student uh, Career Day, uh, their career event that's focused for the students. Um, I think they're bringing a team there, so I look forward to seeing them there too. Man, that's great. You know, people like Larry Kelly, obviously you know Larry yeah. very well as of well. Of course. But... Uh, all good things going on here in uh, in District 10 in Houston and in a lot of the great clubs around uh, uh, this district too. 
If I'm not mistaken, did you just celebrate a birthday on the 19th? Is that Am I right I about did. that? I did. Okay, good. I did. Okay. I sure did. Now, the question is, I'm not going to ask you how old you were. I got done that. <laughs> uh, but did you go for a balloon ride that day or something? There were balloons in your birthday thing. What was that all about? I, I actually did not. I think they were just, I was actually, because I was just leaving the AF Ford planning meeting in D.C., I was literally flying back on my birthday from D.C. to Dallas. I think that was someone saying he's in the air is the more the message okay. uh, that they posted. But, okay. yeah, it's, it seems to be the story of my life is traveling here and there. There you go. If you ever need uh, frequent flyer miles, just call Larry, and <laughs> you can purchase some from him, I guess. What What, what are some of the challenges as we, uh, you know, you're wrapping up your term, the 2122 right. term. Uh, some of the biggest uh, challenges of uh, growth, obviously we know one of them, which was uh, – uh, I hate to use that as, as an excuse, but I guess we could if we wanted to, the pandemic. But beyond that, beyond that is is engaging, I, I would assume engaging uh, clubs to understand the value and the importance of adding an add to club uh, to their city. So what about you? What were some of the biggest challenges over this uh, past two years of uh, you uh, growing, uh, past year, I should say? You know, I think the biggest thing is not, I'm a people person and I love people and I'm one of those, I'll go up and get a hug necks and shake hands and I, I enjoy that so much and not having that human connection and and really the eye-to-eye, toe-to-toe conversations from the heart, that was frustrating. <laughs> that was very frustrating. Um, and I will say this in, in, in all candor, I've had it better than the two chairs prior to me, uh, both Mary and Yash. Uh, each of them only had one event the entire year where they could get together with the teams and the leadership. So I've been fortunate that during my term, we have, while we've had monthly Zoom calls, we've had all the key meetings will be in person in my term, which I'm very appreciative of. The challenges have been, as I shared earlier, the loss of our friends. Um, you know, um, I, I think you're aware, but uh, Mary Lee, who is the past COG chair and, and someone I've known for years, uh, we saw each other in November at the Hall of Achievement in our fall board meeting, and then within 30 days, she had died. Um, so that was a huge shock, and quite honestly, that shook me to my core. And then not even 30 days later, I, I lost my former wife. So both uh, really tragic and way too young, but those things you know, it kind of changes what our focus is and, and what we can do and how we can. I'm used to being the cheerleader and supportive, but I kind of lost my steam for a minute. So for me personally, it was loss of people in the district and loss of the people at a national level that you can't predict, but you can't get them back. So trying to stay focused on trends and topics and meetings became not as important as just staying connected with the people themselves on a one-to-one and how are you doing, what do you need, how can I help you? So those conversations have become even more important for the leadership as well as the national staff. We have to encourage and cheer them on too because we're all dealing with it, but each of us sees different aspects. So I think that has been the biggest challenge in the last year, and my term will end June 30th, but then I have another year as past COG chair, and I'll be supporting Daniel, Sally, and Lee, and whoever we have behind uh, Lee for that support of EC. But I'm hoping that we get back to more in-person meetings. Um, 
I think Zoom meetings will always be a part. And I think for District 10, the, the Zoom Mosaic Awards were an outstanding the last two years. I was able to join both years, and I thought that was perfect, and it's a great solution for an event that helps uh, showcase the talent, but also it's cost-effective and it makes money. So it's not all about the money, but when you can make money, you can help fund other programs. So, But that's from my perspective what I've seen. It's, it's the lack of the human contact and then the loss of people like, um, you know, John Aguilar and uh, I'm going brain dead on um, mm-hmm. uh, Dwight uh, in Houston. I mean, oh, yes. he was a AF staple. Um, yes. So looking out in a room and not seeing those familiar faces, that's, that I still feel, and, and yeah. but I remember the smiles, I remember the laughs, and I remember all the hard work that they did yeah. for our organization. It makes it worthwhile pursuing for the rest of us. Yeah, on a personal note, Dwight was such a, a gentle, wonderful spirit, a little bit of sunshine, oh, yeah. and uh, a very wise individual, a very accomplished individual in our industry, but also a very nice person. And uh, uh, it didn't it was never afraid to show appreciation of uh, things that were going on that were good within the organization. So yeah, boy, is he missed. You know, what would Dwight well, do? He, <laughs> exactly. Well, and, and Dwight also was one from our district who was highly visible on a national level too. Yeah. From getting various awards at a national level and then being involved with with students and then yeah. the American Advertising Awards. I mean, he. He just definitely paid his dues and is greatly missed. Yeah, absolutely. And second that. Your advice uh, for clubs that are struggling right now with, uh, and I'm not talking about AdTube clubs, I'm talking about clubs mm-hmm. in general that are struggling with membership, struggling to kind of reignite the flame and uh, make things a, a little bit more active. What, what would you say to those clubs? Back to the basics. One-to-one. Talk to your members. Don't assume what they need. Ask them what they need and be willing to compromise your individual goals for the goals of what's best for the team. I think that's, that's one thing that I have seen, and everyone's frustrated with the pandemic. I'm at the top of the list. Sure. But I think you have to remember why we're doing this. It's not for us. And if you start in you're in leadership and you're starting with, I want, you miss the point. It's mm-hmm. not what you want. It's yeah. what does your membership want and need. And what can you help them with? Because you can't be all things to all people, but you can start with one thing. So, But to me, the most important is connect and talk to them and ask the questions and listen. Yeah. Don't go in with your own agenda, but listen to them. Because it's going to take a few years for several clubs to get back to where they feel good. Mm-hmm. And, and some clubs may not survive. That's the reality. But others are going to thrive. I, I want to brag a little bit on Oklahoma City. I mean, they kicked butt. Yeah. on the American Advertising Awards. And not only did they hit new records, they generated tremendous revenue. Mm-hmm. And you're going to hear more about them on the national level and their accomplishments. But I'm extremely proud yeah. of what they've done and how they've supported District 10. So that's where I think it's going to come. It's going to change how we do things. It's going to evolve. But I think at the core, you've got to get back to the basics, and it's the people and the connection and why they joined to begin with and stay focused on your membership, not on your own agenda. I also know you said that, uh, you know, when you step down from your uh, national chair position, you'll be also there helping uh, the new chair uh, at the Council of Governors as well. Well, beyond beyond that, uh, what's on the horizon for Larry Brantley? Do we have, do we have a crystal ball forecast for you? <laughs> you know, I think um, my, my work career, I'm having so much fun 
helping people uh, find jobs, and we work with such great agencies and, and, and corporations, like I mentioned, in the local market, Ninth Wonder, but we do work with Edelman and McDonald's and Home Depot and Chobani and some great brands. I really enjoy that, as well as nonprofits. So for me, I'm going to keep doing that as long as I have the health and the mindset to do that. Um, and I want to be involved with AF. Who knows what the after the next year, I'll take a bit of a breather, I'll tell you that, yeah. because uh, it's, it's been, um, I've enjoyed it and I love it, but it, it might be something more from a scholarship standpoint of supporting the collegiate chapters, or it might be a diversity, equity, and inclusivity initiative, but I'll have my finger in, in the, the pie, I'm just not sure which pie it'll be at that point. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll offer as, as many of those as we can to you, and please uh, uh, participate and continue. Thank You know, Larry, thanks for your, your great uh, enthusiasm for, uh, for, for Ad Federation, of course, but for life in general. You've got, you've got a really upbeat uh, uh, look at what's, what's cooking out there, and it seems to me that uh, you're the glass-half-full kind of a guy. You are you are up on positivity and what what can we do with this what you know here's the problem or here's yeah. the issue let's see a way to fix it that's a larry brantley way i think isn't it that's probably true. It. Yeah. That's, that's how i try to live and and, and most days it works <laughs> if it doesn't work you try something new i like that's that right. larry, that's, that's right. a good thing well you're just about to get on an airplane i'm sure even though i don't know that uh, but uh, Larry Brantley is uh, the National Chair of the American Advertising Federation Council of Governors. Thanks for what you do for, uh, for Ad Federation and for our industry as well. It's, it's, it's fun to, to finally get a chance to sit down and, and chat with you. And, uh, and I know we're going to have more conversations in the future. We also look forward to seeing you here in Houston for Invention as well, Larry. Thank you, and I appreciate the time. As we said earlier in the conversation, Larry Brantley's brand is connecting people with possibilities, and we are so fortunate to have Larry as a part of the American Advertising Federation. We appreciate you, Larry. You've been listening to a podcast from the American Advertising Federation, District 10. Find out more at aaf10.org. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Have you done that? I hope so. Do that, and you'll never miss a new podcast. Your rating on iTunes will also help us grow. And don't be afraid to share what you've heard today on social media. Until next time, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. This is Ad Tension, Copyright 2022. I'm Ray Shillings.